Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Young American. My name is Britt. Hope you guys are doing good. We've got a very fun conversation for you guys today about a topic that may or may not affect you. And if it doesn't, perhaps it will in the future. We're talking about artificial intelligence, and we've got uh, just some fun things to kick around, led by Chris and John. Go ahead and follow us on the socials. You can follow us at Young American Pod on most of the platforms. You can also email us at youngamericantalk at gmail.com. Most of all, we'd love if you shared it with somebody or gave us a review. So thank you guys so much for listening. We'll go ahead and get started. This is Young American. So bizarre. <laughs> Maybe, not. Maybe not entirely in time, but you know, we'll figure it out. All right, what's up? My name is Britt. Over here we got Nathan. Hello. Chris. Hello. Andrew. Hey. And in Atlanta, we've got John. What's up? All right. You guys doing good? This is the first time that we've done this for a while via the Zoom in two different cities. How'd the end of the year go for everyone? Good, bad, ugly. Is this the first 2023 episode? Technically. First the, one recorded. The first one we've recorded. Yeah. Second one released. But first recorded. First recorded episode in 2023. That is correct. Yeah. It's always interesting to figure out what timeline we're on in real life and when oh, we're man. recording this. So the last one we're like, well, the World Cup is nearing its end. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to get better at that. I was thinking of some goals, some podcast goals for 2023 and... I think we'll... You said you had some. Oh, yeah. I think we're going to do some interviews. John and I and, and Nathan and I have talked about, you know, that'd be a good way to uh, dial it up a little bit. So I was looking at doing just some series, maybe like some local business stuff we talked about, and I was able to brainstorm like 15 different places that would probably let us in that we have a direct contact to. What was the place you worked at for ribbons and bows? Rosebuds. <laughs> Rose that Street used to Design, sleep. not Rose. That used to sleep in the back room. <laughs> <Rose Buds. laughs> yeah, when I fell asleep in the garage. Yeah, that was uh, a Rose like Street sled. Design. Lizzie was trying to help me think of like ones that that girls would listen to as well, and she she came up with some good ones that um, we could talk to Chris at Gocher. We could get some like uh, some dental work done while we pod. I go to her dentist. Yes, Brendan what did she and I do? do. Brennan projectile vomited on his uh, dental oh, nice. uh, hygienist. But uh, yeah, Carissa was there to catch it all in a bucket. Did you see it and, happen and live? Right there. Is she a hygienist? Yes. It was his first day going, and he did so good, albeit he had yogurt before we left. We brushed his jump and sent him <laughs> in there. And he kind of, have you taken Rooney to the dentist yet? Mm-mm. So what they do is they set when they get a couple of teeth in there, they set them on your lap and they kind of just they they count the teeth and they just try to make them feel super comfortable and whatnot. And he did so good. He was really scared, but he did so good. And we were done, finished, about to walk out. I just put his coat on and he was like, Daddy, I was really brave. And I could look I was looking at his face. I was like, something's not right. 
Mm-hmm. And he was just like, and he, we were literally saying our goodbyes. Like, we'll see you. And he just goes. <laughs> and just like puked all over the drawers, the chair, the floor, the ceiling. Did and he get the I just ceiling like, on the ceiling? There was no ceiling, no ceiling. Though. That's but a skill I only was, you possess. I was stunned. I was just like, I think I stood there like with my hands just up, like at waist, like this, just like, uh, and it was wasn't. I think it was Carissa that was like, oh God, here, and just grabbed a trash can and like was cleaning it all up and stuff and then we were just i was like all right we'll see you guys later <laughs> next time daniel potson is throwing up in his passenger seat right now as he's listening to this yeah he daniel potson listened to the uh birthing stories and he said it was like the grossest thing he'd ever heard it's, i you know he sent that before i'd listened to the episode and i listened to it and i was like this yeah like no, this is bad. gross he's i just like the way he worded it he was like screw a white lotus spoiler how about Spoilers on talking about birthing kids. I'm throwing up in my mouth over here. Do y'all get any feedback of the last episodes? I don't think people were happy over Arby's. Really? Yeah, Matt Garner did not like that we chose Arby's. Over what? What he like? He doesn't like Anathalo. Hey, I'm telling you, what's funny done. is I've seen I've seen an Arby's commercial since then, and it's not. I mean, it's it is it's still my favorite, but it's it's like we've made it such a. Thing. <laughs> you what, as we were going through, I think we made a mistake because I had regret listening to it as I was put, which I went drop heavy on that last episode. Apologies, maybe a little too drop heavy. Ten seconds, drop, drop, put this whole minute song in here, everything. But as I was listening to it, when you can hear the bass mm-hmm. on the Give Me a Break song, I was like, this is a good jinx. See, I Didn't think I vote for that? Wasn't that was my, my final favorite. vote? Folgers, yeah, you, were, you, you were trying no. to talk us into Kit You Kat. wanted K Jewelers to be front runner, and then Kit Kat was, yeah. Yeah, Kit Kat but is I, I, pretty, pretty amazing. But I will argue, like you leave it, you said... People are always going to remember the Kit Kat song. I think whenever whenever someone sees an Arby's from now until eternity, they will say, we have the meats. Yes. Fair. True. Anyway, going back to dentist, have you, I know obviously like the big joke is nobody ever flosses or doesn't floss enough, so the dentist awkwardly asks you. But I had a dentist once tell me, Mary always gives me a hard time, and we recently went to the dentist. She said... <laughs> Dentist is looking in my mouth and cleaning them. She goes, "Did you, did you just eat?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh, uh, yeah." You're eating right now. <laughs> she was like, "Did you have a salad?" <laughs> Sorry, salad. How'd you guess? God, she's like, what pulling, a demeaning thing. That's just pulling lettuce out of my mouth. That's also, a nightmare. Not a bad, <laughs> that's an actual nightmare. Not a bad move though, because you are getting the best. Po- you, if you go in loaded, you're getting <laughs> no. the best possible clean, like the best bang for your buck. I suppose. It's like it's They're like right having wings after. right before you go in for a colonoscopy. <laughs> Is it? Oh, no. Cut the, cut. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Chris, you should ask your starter question. I don't really have a starter question, but <clears throat> I will say this. So I ran into Cal Schwarzenegger at J and H. Pretty awesome. I was exchanging a gift that was given to me. One. Shout out Cal. Shout out Cal. Just an awesome guy. Um, some of you may know him, but he one of the cooler people. I have huge hair envy on that guy, but. Uh, Plus, he just walked across just, America. 
Yes. He recently completed a, a hike. I, I don't even know. A hike across. Is it the Pacific Trail? I don't know exactly. Because he was he was out west for a while, and he Correct. did it. I mean, well, I don't know the, how long he you did trained the for something like that. Well, he's got the fastest known you time on the show, Use the full things. He what's did the, the Appalachian Trail, and okay. then he did the Pacific Crest Trail, and then what's the third one? The Sheltoe. Well, the well, Sheltoe is the, well, the one that the he just got the fastest known, known time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there is the an, FKT, if you... There is an article in Backpacker Magazine where he he walks you through. He did the uh, he did a new record for the Sheltoe Trace Trail, and you can read about that. It's a really good read. I'd highly recommend That's reading. That's crazy. It, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Fast I mean record time. Huh. So pretty unbelievable there. But um and it's like 7 days. Like it's days. It's not it's not like he did it in he did it in an hour and a half or something. Yeah, exactly. It, yeah. Yeah. It's days long. But it, uh, specifically I wanted to give him a shout out on this show because he said that he was a listener to this podcast um and and actually listened when he was was hiking I think at some points which is awesome. Anytime the fact that somebody would actually take time out of their day to listen to a bunch of schmucks talk is is awesome. But I was like, "Man, thank you so much. Appreciate you listening." Uh just a bunch of idiots talking. He was like, "Hey man, that's sometimes that's really all you want. All you want to listen to is, is uh just good, a bunch good. of idiots, dude." <laughs> We've so, got a couple uh, of friends and, and down here laugh. that really love it too. Um, there's one guy specifically, shout out Leonard, um, deep fan. Like he comes back to me after episodes with like notes, and uh, his big thing <laughs> is he always Brit. Next time you guys come down here, he's like, I gotta meet Soup. I gotta meet Soup because like he had <laughs> he had known about you just from the videos. He's just like he had seen that clip before, and then when he heard us talking about it, he was like, Oh my god. Uh, but I, yeah, I always gotta say the same thing. I'll too. sign it's a soup like, can for you, Leonard. Oh, you know, there you go. Um, it's always funny because I tell everyone that kind of hears about it, it's like, yeah, it's pretty much just like five idiots just sitting around a table having a good time, and no one's like, no, it's great. You guys aren't idiots. They're just like, hey, sometimes that's what you need. And I was like, oh, <laughs> so you're agreeing with me? Got it. But I, like honestly, I think one. I, thanks so much for listening, uh, Cal, and and I uh, wanted to give you a specific shout out. I think he would be a good interview on here. And That's I think right. He was one of the people that I wrote here. down. Like I had a series in mind for something like that. But it does. I mean, we just started this just for fun for ourselves. So the fact that any of you guys would take the time to to listen to us, it does really mean a lot. And out of everything that you could possibly spend your time doing, the fact that you would spend time listening to us. It really it did mean something. So, I think as our world continues to get more and more technological, you know, I think people are missing that the relational touch there. Just just being around. Obviously, we went through a pandemic. We went through COVID. But I think that's why I personally listen to podcasts. Not because I mean, some people listen for whatever reason. Maybe you love gaining information, or maybe you love. But I, I find myself drifting towards just the fun hangs which is probably why a lot of those, you know, the big picture or whatever it is that we all kind of get along. But it's for whatever. The fact that we are somewhat that to somebody is 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 really cool. But he also said that he has joked with some friends that live in Nashville, one Zach Hamilton and Scout, I think, lives down there right now, doesn't he? That they and have Diego. A, and D- D- Diego, move over there? Yeah. <coughs> Three amigos. So they, they said, he said that they have joked about starting a podcast called Younger American, oh, which, I dare you. <laughs> which I would listen to that. But it also made me want to say, just to give a little bit of a reference to the name, 
because it does sound it's not us trying to be young or or a bunch of because we're somewhat not young and a bunch of dads and middle aged. Yes, maybe. we are middle aged. Dare I say middle aged? How many people you know live to a <laughs> hundred? But so one, uh, the name actually comes. Young American Britain and I are were we grew up our very young years in a a town, a small town in Minnesota. Shout out Minnesota called Young America, Young America Minnesota. It was recently featured on the Netflix documentary Pepsi. Where's my jet? And it was also really? in the McDonald's. What was the McDonald's oh, McMillions? The, or yeah, oh, the, the one scam. about the scam. About the scam. So the mafia. It, its claim to fame is it is where that you send all your like sweepstakes things, but the oh. Monopoly game and that Pepsi. You sent it to this. It's a. It's such a small town that it no longer exists anymore. It has actually merged with the town next to it. Norwood. It's called Norwood Young America. But so when we were kicking around names, Young America. Young American. There you go. That's where it comes from. So, and we have some listeners that that regularly listen from Minnesota. So, didn't want to give a shout out. Heidi, PJ, thank you so much for listening. Much love to you all. How's that snow treating you? It's brutal. They're way more prepared for it. It's a lockdown. But Young American, you know, it's pretty clean, basic, it's neutral. It doesn't pigeonhole you into a specific topic. However, it does kind of keep us from going international. Except for Thailand, but no one in America, no one in America is listening to the Young German podcast. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> but the main reason is because we're we're from there. So, yeah. Cam Deckett did make a good point. He said that our last episode, we probably lost our uh, <laughs> Thailand audience <laughs> with all the American jingles. <laughs> <laughs> I think we lost Thailand a long time ago. For sure we did. That was a that was a glitch. The the Thailand, there's some sort of a bot farm out there that was listening to our <laughs> podcast on accident. Cam said They're trying something. to find rags and riches. Probably. Cam sent something on uh Graham about the uh, bracket challenge. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, I saw Oh, that. he sent the Arby's thing. Oh, how they made the Arby's thing or I don't know. I can't remember. Thanks, Cam. John, you want to go through your headlines? I think that'd probably be fun. Yeah, sure. Um so I was um, just on Insta the other day, and I ran across this post, and it was uh, it was a collection of the top headlines of 2022, and it wasn't like you know Prince Harry and Meghan leave whatever. Like it wasn't that. It was just like headlines that make you kind of go like, "What the hell is that about?" And I I decided to screen grab them because I was like, "Wow, this could be a really fun thing to talk about." Um, so I figured I would read a couple of these because I, I went ahead and just kind of researched the, the actual article and what happened. But it's funny to just bring them up with you all that haven't heard these and just kind of go first impressions. Um, this one's a really good one. Top scientist admits that, quote, space telescope image was actually a slice of chorizo. <laughs> <laughs> so... So I found. Do you want us to guess what? Do you want to, us to guess like what happened? Well, I mean, some of them are, are pretty happened? are pretty straightforward. You're gonna I'm get it, to... but the, the the headline in itself just makes you go, "Wow, what's <laughs> happening?" But essentially, this French that feels like a hard times a hard times headline, right? Right, <laughs> an onion <laughs> onion post. But yeah, so this uh, this French scientist apologized because I guess apparently it's just like one night he kind of thought this would be really funny, and he posted a picture and it was just like, "Hey, this is this." 
um, <laughs> star that's 4.2 light years away, and it was taken by the James Webb Space Telescope. The, this level of detail, a new world is unveiled every day. And I'll send you a picture. It's literally just a red circle. And if you looked at it, you'd be like, whoa, that kind of looks like Mars or something like that. And it's full on. It looks like a piece of pepperoni. <laughs> and it was his lunch. <laughs> yeah, it's his lunch. And then like everyone called him out on it. And then he was like, sorry, I kind of made it out to be like, well, I kind of wanted to see if people could catch my bluff. But he essentially said it was like this brand new star and it's a piece of meat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so he, so he was trolling that. people. Big time. I just Brilliant. sent you all the pictures. Like, he was like, is anyone listening to me? Oh, gosh, yeah. That I is, don't remember that. Is, that. That is definitely a pepperoni. It just, it's, <laughs> a, it's a piece of pepperoni on a black carpet. That's all yeah, that is. For sure. That makes, you, that makes me think, like, is anything we've ever seen real? <laughs> Have we ever seen a real thing? <laughs> Maybe the earth is right. flat. Everything's just <laughs> pepperoni. Right. That is very... That is interesting. And it's in French, so you just believe it. You're like, yep, that's in space, all right? You wonder how <laughs> bored a guy like that gets where your whole gig is just looking through a telescope at things. Yeah. And everyone's just like, did you see anything today? He's like, oh, I don't and know. No, yeah. And nobody's liking your Instagram posts. You're like, oh, God. I need some likes. I was listening. Honey. <laughs> The pepperoni. <laughs> See, once you know it's a piece of pepperoni, that's all it is. It's just a piece of. Yeah. Pe- there's no. It is just a piece of pepperoni. Not even. Not even. Not even one percent of that is a is a celestial body. But it kind of looks like one. I, I mean, I give him credit. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. But kind of looks like a lunchable. You can see the oil on it. Oil. Um, okay. Here's another kind of funny one. Um, and these are all like legit. I mean, I say legit, but I mean this one's on CNN. 10,000 bees joined protest in Chile. Seven police officers stung. Um, <laughs> they join. The word join. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So apparently there's like, um, there's been a lot of drought in Chile, and these people who harvest uh, like honey and are beekeepers and stuff like that have constantly protested about like, hey, the government needs to do something about climate control because it's like destroying our crops of bees. And nothing has happened, and so they just decided to go in front of like a government building, and they brought ten thousand bees with them, and just like let them loose, <laughs> like just on the streets, which wow. kind of is like defeating the purpose. Because if the population of bees Holy is going down, why would you just let them all loose? But hey, real quick, when's the last time you all were stung by a bee, Scott? By a bee? A couple years ago, when I got absolutely destroyed. <laughs> you were getting, you were getting tagged <laughs> weekly. Weekly, I bet. I think I got stung like <laughs> six times in a summer. On my ankle. Your, your feet were like, so swollen. So like, gave you swollen. like bad? Yeah. So like, oh, really? Like you react to it badly? Yeah. You so kept sending pictures to Devin trying to see if she, if, if she, it's like my foot going to thought off. about his, yeah. his condition. It was, it was just like know what? stretch skin. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever been stung. We should I, do it live on I the have, podcast. but I don't <laughs> react to it like that. I re- actually, now that you say this, I do remember you talking about your ankles. You having ankles. Yeah, I don't know. One like, summer. I'm trying to remember if before that I had ever gotten stung like on the arm or something like that. But we essentially had a hive that was like burrowed in the ground. Uh, there was a tree that we needed to remove. And I guess they just kind of like find these like open gaps. And so they had burrowed in the ground. So when I run my lawnmower over it, it pissed them off. And then it would just get me like right on my ankle. So there's not really any like protection. There's no meat down there. And then I would just, I mean, it oh, hurt. God. And then, like an hour and a half later, I looked like Mega Man. My foot was just like <laughs> enormous. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. You got crazy. stung in the swing set a couple times. Yeah, that was like that. Caught one right in your hands. Went yeah, that was a hornet. You caught it and it 
stung you? Yeah, like I I was a little kid and climbing up and it had it had made a nest in the joint of the of the swing set. So right where your head is at the top of the slide and it came out and I just went yep. cupped it in my hand and Mr. Miyagi. What movie is it where someone dies from bee stings? My girl. My girl. Jacob Thomas. Macaulay Culkin. Thomas J. Thomas J. I watched that within the last Jacob. five years. It was on it was on like I was on a five cruise. Years. What do you think what do you think she's doing now? I just mean like the her? She was on oh, Veep. She was, uh, she's in Veep, dude. Yeah, she's like a really yeah, yeah, she's a really Sorry. large character. Salt and she has another show too. She has a another show Excuse me. Right now. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. Um I've been stung a ton of times by all the things. By all the by all the stingers. I get stung by everything. I got but it's funny the the things that don't happen to you when you're an adult. Like I haven't been I mean, I just haven't been stung. But I I've, I've probably been stung twenty times. But wow. not as an adult. It just they stop. It's like I haven't had a cavity as an adult. I haven't had a bee sting as an adult, or a wasp sting, or a hornet sting. There's a bee gonna come sting you right on your gum and give you a cavity. I welcome <laughs> it. Um, okay, this one I think is actually a little bit sad, but kind of redeeming. Monkey that was flushed down a toilet and fed cocaine now has a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, Johnny, what is this site? This is not like. I was thinking like the Queen is dead or no exactly long that's kind of what's Liotta. funny about it. So <laughs> this story headlines. was on the New York Post. This um, this monkey named Millie um, apparently went through all these years of of abuse because her owner uh, was a narcotics dealer, and they did a raid of her house like you do exactly. They did a raid of her house, and they found a bunch of these cell phones, and they figured, oh, like, maybe, you know, there's, like, information that we can pull from these about, like, her drug deals, and what they found was a bunch of footage, oh, not, like, a ton of it, but they said they found, like, nine or ten videos on her phone, and it's her, like, throwing this monkey, it kind of looks like, um... Marcel from Friends. It's a ma- it's a monkey like that. <laughs> She'd like throw it into the toilet and then like flush it. And there's like footage of this. And the thing's just like, help, let me out, let me out. And she's just like dumping water on it. And then at one point she puts cocaine on her finger and feeds it to the monkey. Gosh. That's the most like asinine. Like that's a crazy what ass a person. Sadist. Does Natalie know you're reading this stuff? She does now. Um <laughs> But so apparently the uh, the monkey was saved and is living in like a, a kind of like a hospital and has found love in the arms of another male monkey. <laughs> and the we'll drug dealer was buried up. underneath the prison. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's the, here's my last one that I feel like uh, is actually oddly on brand for uh, our topic today in our chats. Chess world rocked by rumors of anal beads and artificial intelligence. <laughs> oh, yes. I remember this was everywhere. This. <laughs> This one was everywhere. Yeah, have you all heard Did about this? Did they ever solve this? I don't think they've ever oh, seen man. You got to read it again. Read that one again, John. Sorry, PJ. Chess world rocked by rumors of anal beads and artificial intelligence. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, the so artificial intelligence is a wild card thrown in there. Like, that's oh, just dude, like the, it's so weird right now. It is so weird, the things that you can do with AI. It's scary. But so... Uh, okay, so... Uh, yeah, so apparently what happened is there's this guy who's like kind of grandmaster chess player, has kind of ruled and dominated for a long time. And I guess there's like Magnus. this young kind of up-and-coming hotshot. And he, the young guy ends up getting caught on like chess.com for cheating. And the like the rumor has it that he, he would wear, 
anal beads that can receive like a Bluetooth signal. So someone yeah, else were... would like watch the match and like run it through an AI and be able to predict the moves and would send him like the moves via the anal beads. <laughs> which, is, which is pretty unbelievable because not only would you have to know Morris code, but you'd have to know it well enough for it to be vibrating in your rectum right. to be able to decipher this i was gonna say how do you how would you even is that what they think it was, was yes morse code? They were, I guess. well or whatever code you decided like code two vibrations for, <laughs> i mean chess is like not a i mean that's that's not like a tic-tac-toe board like there are several yeah. different you, pieces yeah. and like different moves you can make like what is this rook to is this in like a live venue? Is this like people watching this big chess match? Well, there's something about like it, you can do like matches online, and that's how you can I'm okay. ass- I assume kind of like rise in the rankings. But they also have yeah like live competitions, or it's a live like a real human being playing like a simulator. That it, so then therefore you're seeing someone live, and maybe that's how they did you know the the okay because if this was an online competition or an online match, he is way overthought this because if you've got there's got to be a different way to cheat. Other well, than that's that. the thing is he was caught previously cheating using a some sort of something in his shoe. Okay, so that's why people are accusing him because when he was much younger, I guess he he was caught cheating and and I think what this was is. Some random like internet troll threw out this idea of I could be completely wrong here, but I'm pretty sure that somebody just on a message board was like, it was vibrating anal beads in his Oh, because he, he denies it. Yeah, he completely denies it. So this is unproven. Yeah, and how do you how do you go back yeah. and prove it? Yeah, I don't think it's, it's actually ever been proven, but it is just a, a very entertaining <laughs> headline and story to read. Entertaining. Gosh. I'm just trying <laughs> to just... think about what if you sat down and had no idea how to play chess, but the guy's just <laughs> buzzing the <laughs> out of your Like, I don't know what that means. Just... <laughs> that reminds me of... I just imagine like him sitting in there, because you'd have to, you know, in this hall or whatever, and just somebody narrating this thing, just going, Will somebody please turn off your cell phone? <laughs> Okay, so on the subject of AI, ooh, yeah, was John done? Chat GPT, do what? Were you done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rest of them are good, but those were were my favorite ones. Well, read a couple more. Let's see if there's any. Uh, I didn't get a chance to read some of the real articles, and they're a little bit more like pretty. Monarchy uh, is dead. You kind of understand what you're you're getting into when you read the title. Uh, so there there was a couple of things you you mentioned AI. Have you heard about this? this Tesla that was on autopilot um, in Germany. So police in Germany chase a Tesla for 15 minutes after driver falls asleep and turns autopilot on. Hmm. Initially, the Bavarian officers were attempting to make a routine traffic stop, but after falling, after failing to stop, the autopiloted vehicle became the head, became the head of a high speed chase. After 15 minutes had passed in the chase, the sleeping driver awoke and f- followed instructions of the police officers. Officers uh, stated that the man was showing drug typical abnormalities when approached. But imagine that, like, you're a cop. Imagine, one, imagine just like waking up, or you're the cop chasing that, or just coming to and you're all of a sudden involved in a high speed chase. <laughs> you're just like, oh, God! You know that? You've got. 
cameras. There's a copter following you. Can you could you fall asleep? I I cannot fall asleep in the front seat of a car. You can't fall asleep watching a movie. I can't. What do you mean? It's got to be. Y'all used to do that every single time I slept over at your house. I would do. I still do that. Britain, if Britain starts the movie, he's finishing it unless he turns it off. That is, a, that is a superpower. That's weird. Yeah, that that really used to is. be me. I feel like John, I was. What do I do? No, well, Andrew's asleep within eight and a half minutes. <laughs> well, he turns an hour and a half movie into a ten-part Netflix series. <laughs> yeah, that, that too. <laughs> now, I'd like to actually. I'd like to address this on today's podcast. Yeah, the first I, twelve minutes of Knives Out is great. No, he hates Knives I've Out. Been, my movie watching style has been both litigated and criticized heavily. What's wrong? Heavily for two things. Number one, primarily splitting movies into multiple installments in order to enjoy the whole thing in an awake state. Yeah, but you start, them, wrong you start them in the evening, not the night. But then I have something to look forward to no, the next no, day. No, no, you know, Andrew. no. Was, Andrew was talking about watching Nope. And he Martin was like, Scorsese would is, kill you with his bare hands. He was like, this is really great. I'm going to finish it tomorrow. He's <laughs> like, it's 7 o'clock. <laughs> Like, well, I want to enjoy yeah, the whole it's thing. Yeah, but it's all calculated, so it's, it's... It's not. It's a matter of I know I have the time the next day to do so, so I actually look forward to, let's say, like, you had the last two episodes of a show, you know, you watch the second to last one, and then you are looking forward to the fact that the ne- the last one is coming up. You know what's funny, yeah, though? But that's I, how a show was show. designed. <clears throat> but I did this with Banshees of Inisherin, and I really liked it. Yeah, But I, I split I it. I probably should I have. Split I probably should pieces. have. I fell asleep. I'm 18 minutes into it. I fell asleep. Yeah. You did not. You were with me. I fell asleep. You were asleep? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was asleep for maybe 20 minutes. This is like when Mary fell asleep in Inception in like when they're in the, the oh, dude in the van and then oh. she like wakes up and they're on the side of that mountain in the snow and she's like, wait, what happened? <laughs> Just go back to sleep, honey. <laughs> Just go back to sleep. I rewatched Tenet recently and it is I just started so it last night. Holy moly, it is so confusing. It's way better the second time. It's way better than Inception. What? John's like, I was more confused. Oh, yeah. You like Tenet <laughs> more than Inception? Do you know that I think Inception is his worst movie? Well, that's, be- I told you that's because I you like Chris Ryan Inception. And, and, and fantasy. No, I heard them say that, and I felt so validated. I've been saying this for years. Is it your first time seeing it, Britt? What, Tenet? Yeah. No, I saw it in theaters. Tenet's fantastic. Hmm. I think that is a hard, I would be a hard pass on that. Fantastic! It's really good. Tenet? I think it looks really good. great. I think it's a lot of fun to watch. I think it's confusing as all. I don't think the story. Let's do well a. Written. Let's do a movie draft, but with directors. Let's do a director draft. Yeah. If you guys, we're talking about doing a draft. So yeah. if you guys have where where we would each like, you know, draft whatever it is. <laughs> what? We do a draft. <laughs> yeah, but we we threw out we threw out all sorts of like media like bracket Sorry. and draft ideas Sorry. and we landed on jingles. I had to. <laughs> We'd each uh you know draft <laughs> Andrew's subtle like Sorry. Ah, ah. Such a, uh, I'm a dick. Do you uh I've got uh <laughs> Uh, uh, what were we talking about? We were talking about AI. Have you ever seen? Do you guys ever speaking of AI? Have you guys ever watched like those Boston Robotics? Like, oh, they're amazing, horrifying. They're terrifying. Are they not? Yeah, they really are. Uh, have you watched it? 
Any no. of those? You should follow. Like, is it still on there? Boston Robotics. Yeah, they have a all whole... the different things that they make. Like, you, you can see like the cool robot dog and things like my that. My father-in-law hosted. So my father-in-law is uh, I forget his exact title. I'm going to say director of business development. That sounds right. Of the Kentucky Underground Storage, <laughs> which is a... housed in uh, Highbridge. Not yeah. They share a cave with Highbridge Springs, and so this group from MIT. And the Jefferson Propulsion Lab, which is in California, messaged him looking for a place to practice their robots for a competition Ooh, they were doing in Louisville. Cool. So he ha he had these guys come down m multiple times, and so he had us come out to the cave, and they had all their whole setup, their mm. whole robot setup. Oh, really? Yeah, they were training for the. Co it was a competition. Uh, uh, you could have a team. I think there's a couple sing like just individual people who entered and the competition was have you heard of the mega caverns in louisville yes yeah. okay i'd never heard of them the competition was held there but they needed a place to practice that's cool talking about practice and so talking about practice they brought their boston dynamics robots both the dogs and the like the rovers the the competition theme was like uh if a mine were to collapse how would how could we get robots to find trapped miners or trapped like materials and so they would it was cool they, tr they killed the lights in this cave and had these robots like basically Whoa. explore the cave and yeah i got to, it was cool to see it in action am i the only one that thinks like why do we need like we've let people die in mines for years let's well, like I why do we need i thought that was an interesting oh, 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 wow <laughs> take. we're gonna cut, cut <laughs> that one take. let the miners die i just saying like <laughs> do we really need to like extinct ourselves to go find like I don't know. Oh, you're saying, like, do we really need anything mined <laughs> no, anymore? I'm not saying that's not. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? Yeah, Nathan, what's saying, your let's point not here? save the people. What is the no, point? I'm yeah, saying. Because it sounds like you're saying, really, if they chose the mining life, then let, let that cavern just <laughs> close up and take them. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm getting out of they this. They deserve. No, yeah. I'm saying we're, we're making Skynet happen. Yeah. Oh, I see. I oh, see what you're saying. Okay. So yeah. it's like, okay, it's like, do we really? Is that really a worthwhile endeavor to spend trillions of dollars on and all of our brightest minds to like? I don't know. I, I know it's it's cool. Like, yeah, we can go save an extra miner or two, but <laughs> what if? And then they're all just gonna like, I don't know. They're they're gonna become smarter than us. I don't know. Oh, they already I'm not are. A very, they already are. Have you heard of Chat GPT? Is, is it John? Have you heard of Chat GPT? Cut it all. Yeah, it essentially is gonna don't take cut, over. Don't cut this. My a student showed that to me. You, it's what's? Oh wait, wait. What is this? Chad, <laughs> Chad, just walked away from the table with his headphones. Nathan on. trying to walk away with his headphones on. Speaking chat, of AI, the open chat essentially um, is like script based. So you can tell it to, hey, write me a script for um, a short story based about. A hugely obese oh, man sitting in his apartment. You were showing me this. Yeah. Yep. Well, the one that I was showing you, Britt, was more image-based. Chat is really about, like, it'll be text-based. So you can tell it to write you a story about a huge fat man sitting in an apartment, and he's almost going to die, and it'll churn out a thing, and you're just going, oh, am I reading and the script can, to the and whale? you can adjust. Like, it's insane. There are sliders. Have you seen those sliders? So you can adjust, like, the, the uh, I forget the metrics, but, like, accuracy or so there's a how random the assigned words are and you yeah. can basically anything from resumes to to uh, uh recommendation letters to college essays but then there, this yeah. kid from this 20 year old from oh, i'm gonna get it wrong stanford mit M i don't think it was mit but he made a 
<laughs> Jeez. He made a he made a program that can that can detect if said document is written by, by AI, AI or by yeah. a human. Oh yeah. wow! Yeah, with a certain degree of certainty. Yeah, with some degree, you know, whatever, like ninety percent sure. Who's the UK player that just like cut off the top of <laughs> Wukash? <laughs> oh, they borrowed Wukash paper. They yeah, they borrowed Wukash's paper. I can't remember who it was? He asked if he could like. What is Wukash paper? A man who knocks. He's like a Ukrainian <laughs> basketball player. Who is Wukash Paper? <laughs> they were in school together on the team together, and he was like, Hey, man, can I borrow? You had this class last year, right? Or last semester. Can I borrow your paper just to kind of get a reference? And next thing you know, the coach is getting a call. It's Wukash Paper, and the top, <laughs> the front paper. page. Is a little. Bit <laughs> <laughs> it's Wukash's paper. The front page there you is go. a little bit shorter than the rest of them, and he just cut off, <laughs> cut off his he name, cut and the name at the top. So th- it's the exact same paper he's turning in, and he's just cut the front like header paper a little bit shorter. So when he hands it to the to the teacher, it that first page is a little bit shorter than the rest. Just the, fir- just the first just one. Just the first page. Wukash paper. Who is Wukash Man, paper? Do you know what? <laughs> we should try this. Have you seen? But that, uh, that image search, that AI image thing, because you use that for work all the time, yeah. is wild. What's it called? Did you say? Dolly. I mean, There's a bunch of Dolly. them, though, right? And there's several of them. Have yeah. you seen it? Dolly. Jo- yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's pretty awesome. But Josh, there's somebody. Somebody, there's like a, a group of people who are really against this. Like Josh Watkins posted something that were like, hmm. AI art is not art. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. I get, I get that for sure. But what's funny is like uh, yeah. Josh's, Josh's profession is probably one of the more threatened professions. Just because I'm like, sure, this sure. computer is just learning so much information. And the thing that's kind of funny is like, have you seen this like recent craze where like people are uploading pictures and then they're getting AI versions, AI generated versions back? But so like, we're just feeding this thing information. Got that. And then it's creating <laughs> stuff that we create and making it better. So I mean, with Josh as, yeah. as an animator, yeah, it's a that's a tough spot to be in because the AI can just create that stuff based on the stuff that we have told it to create like you're right but why do we need it why do we need it i mean like i don't don't know i think as appreciator of art or as a some form of john John, tell him what you use it for because you're it's you found a very practical yeah that'd be helpful so for it so we um we just did um a big project for home depot we just did a big project for panda express and we want to create storyboards of like, hey, this opening shot, we're going to do like a dolly push into this thing. And then we're going to go overhead and, and see them like assembling this. And then we're going to see people building this. And instead of paying a sketch artist to draw storyboards, we just tell, um, we just write in a prompt. So I will say um, handwritten sketch of people wearing orange shirts carrying lumber on their shoulders hit generate and it'll give you four options of geez like i mean some of them are pretty crude and they they're they're not the most like amazing drawings but it looks like a hand-drawn sketch of a bunch of people carrying lumber wearing orange t-shirts like it looks like something that you would have paid somebody to do and then all the sketch artists go to the mines and wait to be saved (laughs) (laughs) by robot dogs and this is actually the kind of the topic that i was steering us towards is this whole conversation so there is a tech company um called do not pay um by the way this is from there's a there's a 
account called Yup Y U P Yup that exists. That's a, a fun follow. Uh, tech company Do Not Pay is offering lawyers one million dollars to let its AI represent their clients in court. Hmm. So I, they're Oof. currently doing this with like traffic violations, uh, and people are. Like basically, you wear an earpiece, and you—it's like kind of arguing for you. I think is is how it works, um, and they're trying to say like, "Hey, we've made this thing smart enough to search, you know, laws and and things like that." And as it's receiving information, it's kind of searching and giving you the argument in court for hmm. whatever it is. So they're so they're paying a million dollars, but they've only used it in like these small kind of uh, you know traffic altercation type of of scenarios so they're asking would anybody be willing to let themselves be represented by an ai but the other thing is have you heard about this it, it's kind of been a, a somewhat big story the engineer that was suspended by google Mm-mm. because he claimed that the ai was sentient this vaguely rings a bell i feel like john this is like right up your alley yeah. it's a really long story and i can i can send it to you I, I think i just linked it to you guys but basically this guy is um let's see See if there's like a brief read of it. So basically, he's his job is to talk to this AI that they are testing. He's like a tester for this thing, and it has voiced. I, I don't. I guess it's through typing, and it's voiced that its biggest fear is being turned off. Oof. And yeah. he's and his and he got suspended from Google for claiming that this AI was sentient, and they're like, no, it's not. It's just. It's just learned you, and it's telling you what not to. It's telling you what you want to hear, and he's like, "No, no, no! I think this thing actually has become sentient, and I think that it's it actually fears this because it fears the pain of being turned off and losing all of its memory or whatever it is." So, I mean, the next step that is like, like it, I, like Nathan said, like I mean, that's borderline. That's Skynet. ex well, machina. That's, identif- yeah, yeah, that's ex that machina. Yes. That's the Turing test. It's yeah. identified a threat. Yeah, so it's identified this as a threat. So I'm saying, so say, this this is just like a some talking, like typing text thing. So if you were to combine that with Andrew's father-in-law, who's known in the professional world as the Big Nasty, <laughs> if you were to if you were to combine that with that sentient, you know, AI with Andrew's father-in-law's robot crew, who are, you know. What like that's that's insane. That's kind of scary. You put a physical is. force behind the intelligence. That's you know James Cameron was right all along. Yeah, that's really scary. Like, d- does that just creep you out? Yeah, it, it really does. It? does. <laughs> well, and also like I just like it, it starts threatening things that are important to you. Like my, I was literally we were talking. Me and my wife were having breakfast with uh, her sister and her husband on uh, New Year's Day, and he and th- somebody had like thrown out like what are some goals this year and i was like i would like to write more songs and and perform more and stuff like that and he and he's a tech guy he's he is a, a software programmer and he was he sort of jokingly sort of not was like have you ever tried throwing some of that into ai and just like having the song kind of like written for you and i was just like it just like it it crushed I, you it was yeah it's you know he was he kind of meant it in jest but also it was kind of like there's this resource i was just like God, are we going to have any like real musicians in like 10 years? Yeah, that's a good, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of scary. About 10, yeah. yeah, about 10 years ago, they were talking about how like, 
you know, things go cyclical and like where Mm -hmm. there's certain like tactile things like, you know, blue collar, like welding and things like that. We're going to go up or going to go down or like there's like forgotten art forms or like um, what am I trade skills? Trade skills are like going by the wayside and things like that. And one of I remember hearing a lot and reading articles about people are going to value art a lot more in the future where like fine art. Yeah, fine art or like learning to play an instrument or learning to, you know, paint and things like that. That will be like a a hot commodity type of a thing. And now like you're learning about things like Dali mm-hmm. or other stuff where it's like headed that direction, which I just didn't anticipate. Like Matt <laughs> talked about this and Right. Yeah. I don't know, we can bleep his name or whatever, but he talked about when he was trying to figure out like where to steer his son. This right. is a, this is a guy who was in the military and has that background and he was like there's there's th- this was what 10 12 years ago. He was basically saying there's three things that I want to steer him towards, you know, I don't I don't want him to get these types of jobs because those are all being taken up. You know, we're not going to have those in 20 years, but if art was one of them, was like art is something that AI they say that AIs will not be able to recreate or they're not going to be able to recreate it in a way where they can make sense of why it's pleasing but you look at like spotify and what's the other one just the radio one like xm no just uh pandora pandora yeah so it's asking you for thumbs up or thumbs down on certain things Basically, and then it's putting those into an algorithm to go, you like songs at this many beats per minute with this types of uh, swells and this types of this, so therefore you will like this next song. So it's, it, you know, it's, it's, it's learning slowly how to do that. But that's what they say is fine art, or I can't remember what it was. Um, leadership skills is the other thing that, it, that they're saying that it won't be able to know how to train people like this person it clearly needs this because he's showing this but oh interesting well you know what's funny and, is and if, th- i mean that was 10 years ago i don't think i think that's probably wrong now i think there's it's probably well if you, what do you say, if you go through um some of these ai generators so what's really funny though is when you ask the ai to generate human faces it hasn't quite nailed it it hasn't like figured that out yet and it's just like their faces look kind of weird and kind of melty, and like the, their features. Like hills have eyes. Yeah, like people. the features just Wait, aren't so it clear. doesn't know it doesn't know the features. It doesn't know the features and where they go, or it just hasn't. It like just hasn't like perfected the it human yet. Face. So like when you're kind of going about like, hey, there are things about you know whether it's a profession or whether it's art or whatever like that. This the AI has not gotten there yet. The scary thing is that eventually it will, like eventually it will get that good, and and that's kind of scary. Your son may never have a human face. <laughs> Here, wait. I just um, I just sent like a prompt through Dolly about five guys sitting around a table podcasting, and I'll send you the the images, and you'll look at the the faces and just go, oh wow, it looks kind of bizarre. <laughs> so these are what John? What's look the at the these prompt? people. <laughs> so the prompts that I put in were five guys sitting around a table drinking oh beers and podcasting. Oh my gosh, this looks like. You just put it in it'll right now. You, yeah. It'll give you real images. Is that what I look like? 
us crap. We just need to post that that real picture. Is this wrong? Oh, man. Wrong that's going to be soon. This is wrong turn seven. But see, that's the thing that's kind of crazy is that image. That's not a a Google image hey, or something like that. That is what the look AI at this has last actually one. created. Look at this last one, bottom left. Look at the dude at the head of the table. Says, <laughs> he literally has like a teacup for a head. It's he's a like a little Koopa, he's like Koopa Trooper from the Super Mario's brother. Exactly. But the thing is, also, going back to having breakfast with my in-laws, he, he just threw in, like, real quick, he just said into the AI generator, will you write me a song about brunch in the style of Modest Mouse? Hmm. And it was, like, a decent song. Yeah. Like, it, I mean, like, it was just lyrics, but it was, like... <laughs> I mean, if it was about brunch, but like just that stupid prompt was like, you're like, dang it, you I, I hate you could, how good this is. You could like, yeah, you're other than it being like, I love bacon and stuff like that in there. Like it was like, I totally could see Modest Mouse singing this song. Oh man, incredibly threatening. So like, I mean, who gets to the end of their like at their career and like I haven't written a hit album in a while? It's like write me, write exactly. me a song in the style of myself in 1997 or whatever. But I still feel like like. I mean, maybe AI takes over the whole planet and, and, you know, we're in hiding trying to to battle them. But I feel like as far as like pop culture or like whatever trends go, you're like some of the stuff that kids like are really into now. I'm just like, why? Mm -hmm. Like what? You really? Well, we used to be into pogs. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like that kind of stuff. When I was, I remember my dad just being like, you want like Jinko, like you want a pair of these? <laughs> like you want thirty-six inch bottoms on each leg? Yes, Dad. They Brit was like, "No, nah, dude, I need forty-two. Britain had thirty-six inch bottoms. I've never worn a thirty-six inch waist, and I had thirty-six inch. Yeah, it just looked like two tree trunks, but it did have that kangaroo popping out of the pocket in the back. <laughs> they designed that one; you could fit a skateboard in the back pocket. <laughs> God, that's that's, a, wow. that's the kind of thing where AI will not know how to swerve left. And they're like, "Oh wait, they don't like skinny jeans and <laughs> yeah, true. pet shop boys." <laughs> like, no, we're into Nirvana and holy sweaters, waffle sweaters. I mean, it can't do live music though. I don't know, man, because you look at some of these accounts and like guys have built robots that will like play. Speaking of Nirvana, but I don't want to see a robot play Chuck E. Cheese. That's true. But what if you don't know the difference? What if it's ex machina up there? Then I'll go and I'll hey, pay. Here's my, <laughs> here's my question. <laughs> I mean, if I don't then know. take my money. I don't know. <laughs> You're like, wait, is that an ex machina? <laughs> Show me. What's her name? I left place? my wife for an uh, ex machina. <laughs> the girl that plays this, the sentient Ava. robot. Ava? Machina. Ava. Mm-hmm. I left my wife for a bald robot girl. <laughs> Dude, Oscar Isaac is so good in that movie. Oh, he's amazing. The, just the dance scene is incredible. Yeah, the that's, uh, that's that's probably a good ender right there is, is like that, but I'm sure you'll probably need more, so maybe we can... Can I tell you all my only interaction with a robot <laughs> on the job? Like, you were talking about the miners and stuff like this. Okay, but am I? Have I <laughs> talked about the miners on this podcast? Yes. It's on recording. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I love all the miners. <laughs> love them all. But what was your point you were talking about? Like, why are we... I was just saying, like, I know that it sounds cool to, like, figure out things that could help with modern medicine or saving people like that. But I think my point was, at what cost? Like, those things (laughs) just, like, turn on us. So the only White's going to, like, shank you in your sleep. Yeah. So I told this story. A buddy of mine invited on 
he invited me onto his podcast. His name is Ryan. He hosts another podcast. It's called The Debrief Table. It's pretty sweet. But he told the story that I completely forgot about. It was the only time that he and I rode on a truck together. And we were on an EC unit here in the city that I work in, <clears throat> an ambulance. So I was was in charge. So I'm sitting. He was driving. And if I'm in charge, I'm sitting in the passenger seat. And then it's a two-man cab, and the somebody else is sitting in the back, like where we take care of a patient and whatnot. This is going somewhere, I promise. And we got called to a bomb threat at the local hospital. <clears throat> and so we went to a... There was report of this guy that was disgruntled with how care had been happening with a family member, and he... I guess had a known past of making bombs or whatever. I don't know how they know that stuff. I don't know how they know I was, you know, I don't know if it's anonymous. Is this the bomb maker again? <laughs> exactly. Send him away. So we go and we respond and they basically shut down this whole street, like all of uh, limestone there. And they go and we're parked in front of basically State Street, if you guys are familiar with that. So they shut it down you know, hundreds of yards in all directions and they're going and they're looking cause his minivan is parked like right there towards the entrance and they go and they look and they're like, Hey, this is looking like a real situation. And you know, we're just sitting there waiting. It's basically like a, you just sit on your hands and wait. And the, the district major is like coming back and forth and he's like, Hey, they found three devices. Hey, they found four devices. 10 minutes later. Hey, they found five devices. And then eventually he goes, uh, we need you get. Why don't you guys go ahead and put your Kevlar on? Because they give us all like Kevlar vests. Like that's gonna do something. <clears throat> However, so we look and the bomb or the the AI guy, the robot. They've sent the robot in, and they've got the guys putting on like the EOD hurt locker suits, and they're going and like walking over there and whatnot. And the the kid that's in the back, <laughs> um. He's a special guy. I mean, he's just not exactly playing with a full deck. What would you call him, John? Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. I think Brit used the term spare parts. There you go. He's putting on his vest, and he's like, he can't, he's like, got it backwards, and he's like, hey, man, how you get this thing on? I can't buckle it. Like, he's trying to, like, put it, <laughs> put it on. He's like, hey, hey, man. <laughs> hey, man, how you do? And I was like, I'm looking back at him, and... Basically, it's like real tight quarters in this cab. And I'm like, hey, you've got it backwards. And the way that an ambulance is, is like you've got the dashboard and then you've got the sirens and whatnot. And at your feet are the pedals for whenever you hear like that or the air horn. That's all at your feet. And I reach back to correct this dude. And I like turn fully backwards. And I'm like, hey, I reach back into the the like the well look and I stick my foot out as these EOD guys are going in there and are probably making contact with the device and it just goes <laughs> the girl from the local news station is set up 10 feet in front of our ESA unit like with cameras pointed and she's like like doing her live address, like, hey, we've got a situation there. <laughs> and I have just like blown everyone. <laughs> and Ryan just dogs me so much. He's like, you, because Ryan sitting next to me in the driver's seat was like, 
He was like, because usually that's the driver that's doing that, but you have controls on two sides, and he was just like, I can't believe you just did that. I can't believe you just did that to me. And Are they, they ducking? Yeah, their every, seats? yeah. He's just like, <clears throat> and the girl like turns around. And she just like looks up at us like, like it sounded like an evacuation signal or something like that. And the major comes by and he's like, "Hey guys, I'm sure that was an accident, but for God's sake, don't do that again." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and that's how the mushroom cloud started. Just. <laughs> Arlington Road. It ended yeah. up being okay, and it yeah, wasn't the, as bad all as those, we thought. Because he didn't actually have any no proper. <laughs> he had like all kinds of like paraphernalia because he does that stuff, but like he had no intention going down there. But that's actually how they found out because he was about to cut the red wire. Britain stepped <laughs> exactly. on that, and he cut all of them. They're like, "Oh, nothing happened. We're all good." <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> That's it. Uh, thank you guys so much. Thank you for leading us through AI. We'll take a break. We love miners. My oh, but not those kind of... Oh, my oh God. We love, coal, we love coal miners. Because <laughs> she knows that it's demanding to defeat the is a podcast that is recorded in Lexington, Kentucky. It is produced and edited by myself. The intro theme is original music by my twin brother Chris and I. And the outro track that you're listening to right now is by The Flaming Lips. It's called Yoshimi Battles the Pink Robots. Those evil nature robots are definitely They're pro-